You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Welcome back, friends. We're so glad you're joining us today for Therapy Thursday with Dr. Lydia Martinez. So I have a question. This is a new year. We're in January of all of the excitement of the holidays and the new year. Are you feeling excited? Or maybe you're feeling a little down and a little blue. Dr. Lydia, why is that? Hi, Lisa. Good morning. And I hope that everybody is enjoying the beginning of a brand new happy 2023. And I hope that all the resolutions that you set, that you're still motivated. Because sometimes what happens is we set these goals and we don't realize that um, maybe we were a little bit like overachieving and we hit rock bottom on Blue Monday. Do you know what Blue Monday is, Lisa? What is Blue Monday? It sounds depressing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Blue is never associated with happy-go-lucky, right? Right. Um, Well, Blue Monday is technically the third Monday in January. It's recognized as the most depressing day of the year. Do you know why? Well, hmm. let me, let me see if I figure this one out. (laughs) First of all, we all receive our credit card bills from all the money that we overspent in the holidays. Oh, yes. All the parties are over. So now I'm finding myself alone more. Everyone's back to work and it's a little quieter. Right. And the fact that it's still getting dark at five o'clock is troubling to me. Oh, yes. I think you hit the nail on the head. So, I mean, think about last month, December, all the whirlwind of all the parties or mourning someone that has was not able to spend with you during the Christmas holidays. And now we come back to January. It's a new beginning, a new start a little sprinkle of freshness. And then we hit Blue Monday when we realized that, oh my gosh, the repercussions of the holidays. And maybe the goals that we set, maybe we were too strict on ourselves. Maybe we were unrealistic. Maybe the goals that we set were not, I don't want to say not smart goals, but that was our acronym, right? From before that they were um, attainable goals. Yeah. That can be found in episode 77. Setting goals for 2023. And one of the acronyms was that they would be a achievable and attainable goals. I agree. Sometimes I, you know, I start the new year and I'll go, I'm going to read the Bible for three hours every day. I'm going to work out for an hour every day. I'm going to pray for an hour and a half every day. And then week two or three comes around and I'm like, wait, mm, I haven't really hit that mark. Yeah. Or maybe not even started it. Right. You know, so it's hard. I think that this time of the year, we we have to be realistic with ourselves. And we also have to show some grace and mercy with ourselves. Yes, we do have to set goals. Yes, we do have to take care of ourselves. But we have to do it in a gentle way. We can't do it in a harsh way and try to just change everything within three weeks. And I think it's true what you said about losing someone. Holidays are always like a timestamp for that, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember my mother-in-law passed in May. My mother my mother passed in February, 25 years ago. But I remember that first rollover of the new year. And I realized I'm going into a new year where the people that I love won't be with me. 
they're not walking with me into this new year. So though any holiday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, the birthdays, and especially a new year can be such a time of sadness when you realize the people that left before us. Yeah, it is. It's exactly a timestamp because that's how we mark the moment. You remember and have those memories of Christmas when you were little with them. And some of those memories may not be so pleasant. Maybe we didn't finish issues that we had. Maybe we weren't able to deal and and get to the crux of things. But we do have a solution for you today. And I'd like to call them the three double R's. Why? Because we're going to have double R's for you, three sets of double R's for you to be able to recognize and relay your burn burdens to God, receive his gift and reflect, respond and remember. We have the three double R's for you to help you prepare for Blue Monday and prepare for setting some goals and maintaining those goals. I think we all need tools to help us get through the bad days. Yes, we all definitely do. So I got my tool belt on. You have your tool belt on? I'm putting it on right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's make some room for the three double R's. And these are really good tools. So let's talk about recognize and relaying our burdens to God and what that means for us on a personal level, on a therapeutic level, and on a spiritual level. Okay. What's the first R? Recognizing. Uh-huh. Well, it, it's two parts, this one. We have to recognize to be able to relay our burdens to God. So okay. what are we going to, what are we recognizing? We're recognizing our problems. And we all have to recognize that there is no functional family. There is no functional. We hear that word dysfunctional all the time. And I have to tell you that it's a little pet peeve of mine because I don't know a functional family. Do you? I don't. They certainly don't live here. No, <laughs> not in my zip code. I'll tell you that there is no perfect family, but what there is, is people who have resilience, families who have grace and mercy, families who go, ah, do not have that rigidity. And every, every argument is a make it or break it. Right. Okay. Yes. We, ha we have to have some grace and mercy. I think that that's built into our recognize and relay our burdens to God. Yes. You know what and you know what happens to people who look at social media a lot? And I've been guilty of this too. I'll start flipping and I see how, wow, they just got it together. Wow. They're so perfect. Oh my goodness. They just have no bad times. Wow. They always look good. They're just so well and then I have to stop myself and say, oh boy, what just happened? What just happened is that I'm looking at just one side of things. And that one side of things on social media is that everybody puts their best foot forward. That's right. My friends always tell me, oh my gosh, you look beautiful in that dress. I'm like, well, you know, I only put the pictures I look good in. I'm not <laughs> the one with the bad angle. <laughs> but it's yeah. we play the comparison game. We mm -hmm. play the comparison game and we look at other people's lives and they always seem better, happier and richer, skinnier, you name it, less wrinkles. But you know what? I found that one way to overcome that really that has helped me in my life is when I am tempted to compare. I thank God for what I have and I thank God for what he's given that person. You just did the relate your burdens to God part, which is excellent. So that's amazing, Lisa. You recognize that you were 
tempted to compare and then you relate it back to God. You talk to him. Yeah. How did you do that? I pray and um, I talk to him. You know, John 16, 33 has a promise that not many people like to claim. It says in this world, you will have trouble. But then it tells us to take heart or be courageous because Jesus says, I have overcome the world. And then that invitation to relay is found in Matthew eleven twenty eight, And it says, come to me, all who are weary. Raise your hand if you can be weary. Sometimes all the time. Yes. And burdened or heavy laden. If you have worries or stress or you're feeling sad or down, it says, come to me, Jesus. And it says, and I, Jesus, will give you rest. Take on my yoke or my way. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Another R that we find when we recognize and relay. Find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus tells us to learn from him. What can we learn from him? He was brokenhearted. He was betrayed. He was afraid. He, he, he experienced every pain that we experience. And yet he ran to the father in prayer. The Bible says he went, he went alone to a lonely place. He escaped up to the mountaintops. He found time to come away from this crazy world that we live in, social media, family, friends, and demands. And he talked to his father about what he was going through. Yep. And that is exactly the first set of ours to recognize that we all have problems. Even Jesus did when he was on the earth. So no one is exempt from that. And everyone's life is not perfect. Good and bad times fall on both the righteous and the unrighteous. So what do we do? We relay those burdens to God. Talk to him through prayer. Visualize bringing each burden to him one by one. Take your time and talk to him. I think that that is a, a Jesus gave us a beautiful example of how to do that and what to do. I love that. visualizing visualize the father on the throne, Jesus sitting his right hand, and you bring your little suitcase of burdens and pains and heartbreak. And you just take them out and you talk to him about each one and you hand them to him and he takes them from you. They no longer right. belong to you. And when you leave, you can leave the luggage there. You can leave mm -hmm. the baggage there because you don't need it. You've handed it to him. It's going to take some practice. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to take some practice to do this. Sometimes, several times a day. Yeah. And then I have to tell you too, that this is what happens. This is the next set of R's. This is what will happen. If you visualize that you pray to God, you bring your little suitcase of problems. You know what happens is you are open. Now you've just opened up some space in your heart, in your mind, in your soul to receive his free gift of peace, the peace of God. And then you can reflect you can don't have to focus on the problems anymore. You've dumped them. He'll take them from you. You've yoked yourself with him. So now you don't have to look about what is wrong. You look to him. You look up and consider how God is with you. And really, that is the beginning. That is the beginning of hope. Absolutely. And he told us, I will give you peace. I have told you these things that in me, you will have peace. And that's the first part of John 16, 33. He's, he's letting you know you're going to have problems. He's letting you know what you're going to go through hard times because he provides his permanent presence of peace. Yes. I have to tell you, when people come in with anxiety or depression or any kind of a 
long-term manifestation of the beginning of those fruits that we've talked about, not the good fruits, the bad fruits, like fear, anger, despair, you know, just worry. Okay. Those things grow, they snowball into heavier and thicker manifestations in feelings, and then they become problems in your body. So the minute that you release this, you are allowing God to give you a different focus. When you change your thought process from problems to to God, he'll give you the solutions, which is, I think, a built-in system, a safety mechanism that he gives us. Have you ever been just so angry or so anxious or so uh, in, in the middle of a storm and you take a little break, you, you pray, you go walk, you take a shower, you just take a little break and you pray about it. Have you ever been in that situation where God gives you a solution that you're like, well, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. You know? And he'll do that. He'll do yeah. that for you. And that's just walking away, taking a moment, bringing it to God, taking a breather, taking a deep breath. I think the walk thing, you know, I've, in my life, God has used that walking as like therapy to my soul, getting outside and walking like you're late for something like Dr. Amen says, walk like you're late for something. <laughs> Hearing the sounds and smelling the outside there on the corner of my house, one of my neighbors has a jasmine tree. When I go by it, I can smell the jasmine. I see the dogs out. Like it just changes your outlook. The Bible is true. The Bible tells us that these things are important. Coming away, going to the mountains, taking a breather, recognizing the creation points to the creator. And it grounds you. It brings you back. It brings you back from your problems. It's a great time for you to open up, receive what God is offering you, the peace of God. And that peace is unsurmountable. That's a peace beyond understanding. That kind of a peace we cannot create. And then it gives you time to reflect. This is not the time to be reflecting on the problems again. This is when you make that turn. This is when you make that turn to hope. And when you start to focus on God, okay, this is the actual U-turn. This is when the train wreck stops and you start to gain momentum in the other way, in the positive direction. The scripture that helps us with reflecting is Philippians 4, 8. And it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, that we are called to think on such things. So my question to you is, who or what is always all of these things? And that is Jesus. So when we think about, when you, when you look up instead of looking around, when you consider God in any situation, when you consider his characteristics that never change his attributes, that are forever unchanging, that is what really grounds us, right? Recognizing that we have a God that is unchanging. He is, he is pure and noble and right. He is excellent. He is admirable. He is praiseworthy. He is worth all of our praise. So that scripture can really redirect us. It's not talking about thinking about good things. It's not positive thinking. It is thinking about the Savior. 
thinking about what he's done for you, who he is, and who he always will be, and who you are called to be in Christ. That's right. So once we receive and reflect, after we have recognized and relayed our burdens to God, the next set of R's are to respond and remember. And when we respond and remember, we're talking about responding to God, surrendering and trusting him and remembering that all the suffering that we go through, it's refining us. It is bringing us closer to God, making us better so that we can follow him. It's the sanctification process. Right. Yes. Wait, that's on respond. We're on respond, right? Respond and remember. Yeah. Responding trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Don't trust your own feelings and your own thoughts. Instead, trust God. And what is he directing you to do? What is he saying to you? And in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Why? Because he will make your path straight. Another version says he will direct your path. So instead of thinking about, oh, she did this or he did that. And this is probably going to happen. You know, we say I've spent so much time in my head having arguments that have never happened. Instead of just laying it down before God and trusting God with it. Let me just trust God with it. Now, don't get me wrong. If God's put something in your heart, we we had a rough day in the Lorenzo house yesterday. And I woke up this morning early and I had to have a talk with someone in my home and apologize <laughs> for the way that I spoke to them. So I went to that person and said, I'm sorry. I was really stressed out yesterday. I was focusing on what was said or done or whatever. And And I know that I answered you very sharp and I shut you down when you were trying to have a conversation. That's a healthy way to, to think about conversations, right? If, okay, what is it? What can I do to make this better? Well, you know what? I did answer very sharply. So let me go back and make that right. Wow. That's a, that takes a a lot to be able to humble yourself. It takes a lot of courage to go face that person again and try to make amends. Mm -hmm. And that's great. I really do congratulate you. I started at the beginning. I listened to the R's that Dr. Lydia taught me. And I started at the beginning by recognizing we all have problems. We all make mistakes. But what, what responsibility can I take in this problem and this mistake? And I'm happy to say that that person was very receptive to me and he understood. And we had a great conversation and the day went on. Had I not done that, I think the morning would have started very differently. Yeah. Wow. And we all like to wake up to an apology. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's better than a cup of coffee, right? Well, you know, have you ever spent time thinking like, I can't believe she or he said, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. And then the next conversation, they're like, I'm really sorry that I answered you like that. And you're like, I just wasted 12 hours or six hours instead of sleeping, thinking about what I was going to say in the morning and what I was going to let these kids know. And and then they wake up and they're like, I'm sorry. I was so mean yesterday. And you're like, oh, it's okay. I love you. Yeah. Right. Well, that's good that you can exhibit that, that grace and that forgiveness and that that's very healthy. That is truly what we are called to do. We're all going to have problems. I don't know anybody who has a perfect life or a perfect wife or a perfect husband or perfect children. Yeah, We we are called to have some grace and mercy and some understanding, you know, it's very important. And also take some, a little bit of responsibility when we do mess up. That's right. That's right. right. Instead of just pushing it under the rug, let's go back and revisit. Let's talk about it. There's a lot of R's in our conversation today. There sure are. I think it's because most of our problems come from relationships. (laughs) And recognizing. 
yes. our relationship problems, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Well, okay, let's so recap. What's our last R? Um, well, let's recap. We did respond and remember that all the suffering in our life will lead us to hope in Jesus. Yes. And all the suffering in our life is temporary. We're called to take up our cross and follow him. But all of our suffering, God says he uses all things for our good. All things. He doesn't create our suffering, all of our suffering, but he allows it. And then he promises to redeem it, to use mm -hmm. it to grow us, to uh, sanctify us, to make us more like him. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. I always say that God is the best recycler, the best yeah. repurposer. Yeah. He'll turn anything, uh, any situation, every situation, good, bad, everything in between, and he'll turn it around for our good and his glory. He is the best recycler. Yes. All right, Dr. Lydia, this is what I want to say. We have a tool, a free tool that we're offering. If you go to our Instagram, which is faithwithfriends underscore podcast altogether, hopefully you already follow us. But if you don't, and you go to our Instagram and you click on the bio, which is the little heading right underneath the logo, there's a link there. And if you click it and you go to the bottom, it says freebie. And if you click that, you can sign up and we will immediately email you a Bible reading plan for the month of January. Now we're hoping to do this every month. So let's say you're just hearing this for the first time and we're in the middle of June. Well, you can still go and you can find June's Bible reading plan. Why? Because we believe that the word of God is powerful and effective. We believe that it's alive and it transforms who we are. And we want to offer you tools to help you connect with God. Because we think that in connecting with God, you're going to, it's not that the Bible teaches us we will have problems in life, but when we connect with God, we're able to gauge our problems in an eternal perspective. View. Perspective, Exactly. So we encourage you to go on. And then the second thing, we have three. The first thing is that the second thing is if you know someone who's going through a hard time, would you share this podcast with them? Would you send this with them in hopes that they can be encouraged and really connect with some great tools on how to redirect your thoughts and how to really focus on that. And then the third one is if you've done all of these things and you've prayed, let's say for years and you haven't changed because we're not saying anything will ever change. <laughs> yeah. I had a magic wand and I could change every situation in my life to exactly what I wanted. However, things might never change, but you should change through prayer. You should be more encouraged. You should be strengthened and comforted. If you're not finding that there's ever a break in your suffering, or you've, or you've gotten to the point where um, this is no longer just a little sadness. This is no longer bereavement. You're no longer just depressed. This is now you have fallen into the deep hole of major depression. You can't even, you're, you're chronic. It's affected your body. Now it's not just a little problem. It's snowballed and you can no longer take care of yourself or Others have told you, and you're just having a hard time getting out of that hole, whatever that hole may be, then please, please reach out. Yes. And I will put the notes in our podcast notes. I always put on Therapy Thursday, how you can contact and connect with Dr. Lydia. Dr. L Lydia Martinez is a mental health counselor. She's a Christian therapist. She's licensed. And I think that if you need a little extra help, reach out to her and see if you guys can connect. And she has a great team of people that are highly qualified, that are able to help you. And I'm not saying, I think everyone needs therapy. And <laughs> I think everyone needs a Christian counselor. Let me just say that. 
everyone can benefit from a, a Christian friend slash therapist slash pastor. But if you need a little extra help, then reach out. Let's do things different in 2023. Let's see what things didn't change. And let's say, well, how can I change it? If I've been suffering with these blues, not only Monday, but Monday through Sunday, and nothing is helping me, I'm going to go to a friend. I'm going to go to my pastor. I'm going to seek help. And if that's still, I, I have tools that I can reach out to a Christian therapist who maybe can just talk me through and teach me some new tools. So I encourage <laughs> you in that. Oh, Lisa, I have to tell you that I have uh, some really good, high qualified, very strong Christian staff who are willing and ready to talk with you, to listen, to provide prayer. And that's what we do at the end of every session. We pray for all of our clients and we pray in between sessions too. So we're ready and willing and able and just a phone call away should that be what you need speaking of prayer we thank you for listening we thank you for tuning in i want to say that today is the second week of january and we've just hit 5000 downloads to us that's not a number that we take lightly because that's 5000 times someone has heard the message of hope that comes from the word of god and christ jesus and the sacrifice he gave on the cross so we thank you for supporting us and Dr. Lydia, would you close us out in prayer? Oh, thank you, Lisa. I sure will. So Lord, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Thank you for taking care of us, loving us, protecting us, for always giving us that hope and persevering after us. Lord, I pray that uh, those who are listening would recognize that we all have problems, that would they would relay those burdens to you that they would receive your free gift of peace and that they would reflect not on their problems, but they would reflect on you, that they would keep their eyes on you, that they would respond and surrender to you, God, that they would remember their emotions are fleeting. They will come and go, but that their suffering, it just creates hope and growth in Jesus and that Jesus promises. And I claim this promise for everyone that Jesus promises that we allow him to be in our hearts, that we accept him and take him up, that he will be a part of our lives, that he will lead us and that he will take care of us. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?